Hello, everyone. Hello, how you doing, Sanam? Really, really appreciate you joining me I, today. Really means a lot. I know how how uh, how important your time is, especially with how busy you've become. So thank you again, and I hope you're doing great. Happy holidays, by the way, to you. So let's just start this off in a good, fun, easygoing fashion. Why don't we Why don't we first start off with sharing your entrepreneurial journey with me. When did it begin and how did you end up where you are today? Okay, so my, I started up my own baking business. It's called Daisy Slice during Corona, which so around March um, is when I got the idea to start it. I started baking around four years ago and I used to just do it fun for fun and my kids always love to bake so I used to just make them whatever and then one Thanksgiving I decided you know what let me take our traditional South Asian desserts and and combine it with the western touch to it so I made a rasmalai cake which is a South Asian dessert and I love it that's one of my favorites (laughs) and I infused the cake um it's very milky but I still like held the structure of a cake and I bought it to the Thanksgiving party and everyone just devoured it. They loved it. So I was like, oh, wow, okay, that was a hit. So then a couple of patients happened. I did the same thing. And then one of my cousins was like, oh, you know, you can sell this. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. So I looked on Facebook and I put myself out there. I said, anyone looking for some traditional South Asian desserts with a Western twist, please contact me. And then I got a pretty good following where to the point I had loyal clientele. They were always asking for certain events for my rest of my cake. So I was like, okay, yeah. So then when Corona hit Incredible. in uh, around March, I was like, I, I was home um, because I was out of work at that time as well. And I was just on Instagram and I was like, you know what? Every, I saw everyone started baking. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start my own page. So I started my own Instagram page. It's called Daisy Slice, which is the name of my LLC as well. And it just why don't, why don't you tell why don't you tell everyone who's listening real quick what Daisy kind of means? Yeah. So Daisy Slice, Daisy the part of Daisy is South Asian. South Asian people, such as Pakistanis, Indians, Bengalis, they like they um call themselves Daisies. That's the culture that we have. So that's why I said I wanted everyone to say that um, to see that my business is a slice of the South Asian culture Amazing. with the Western touch. That's very creative. That's well done. I actually really enjoyed the name when I first heard about it and saw it. So how do you how do you know your value and also know your values specifically, you know? Well, I feel like definitely it helps where it comes with time. I never really had that much confidence in my baking. I just was like, oh, my kids enjoy it because, you know, they enjoy anything that their mom makes for them. But then when I saw that people and not even just my family, but I was actually gaining customers and they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You're very talented. I was like, oh, like 
this is something special. I have something special within me. So it took me time, but as my business grew and as I got better, I realized, you know what? Not everyone can do this. I am special. I did this for myself. Good for I you took- to have that self-confidence, honestly. Yeah, you need you you really need it, and it comes with time. Honestly, you really you realize it. You i i took my i took my culture and took the American culture that I live in, combined it, made something great, and now I see that a lot of people appreciate it too. Bravo! Honestly, kudos to you. That's it's honestly very very special. I love it. Um, so kind of on that, in what ways has your courage been tested? I mean. Definitely. So when I started this during Corona and I started getting letters, um, orders in, a lot of people want very different things. They're like, oh, can you do this? And let me tell you, a lot of things look easy, but they're not. So I took on big projects like I make different letter cakes designs, like cut out shapes. I make I never experimented fondant in my life before. But as I got orders, I started learning how to do fondant. I started learning how to make macarons, everything takes time and practice. But like, as I was growing my business, I learned with it. And it did take a lot of courage to get out of that comfort zone and be like, I can do this. There were some nights where I threw out five eggless cakes before an order. And I was like, because they just weren't holding that they would just crumble. So I like took recipes, I took my own experience and I, I kept on going and going. And let me tell you, throwing out five cakes, it's a lot. But I did not stop. You persevered, and that's where resilience comes into play. That's amazing. Um, Do you have any examples of when you were challenged, to be honest? And how did that go? Um, My thing is that I always need to be honest with my customers because – the food business is tricky. You, you are you have a lot of responsibility on you because you, you first need to ensure that that person does not get sick from your food. You don't want anything, especially and especially during Corona. I always had to wear a mask and gloves. Make sure I sanitize all my packaging. Make sure not forbid anyone gets Corona from the package or anything. So I times, yeah. had. I, I always had to be honest with them that, okay, I'm going to, I always had to tell my customers who I was in contact with if someone got Corona. So I had to make sure that, um, I always triple check with my customers if they have allergies and to make sure to tell them exactly what products I use because you, you can't have, I made one cake that a girl told me that, Oh, when my uncle even touched nuts and he touched me, I got hospitalized. So I, sanitize my whole house i sanitized myself i didn't let anyone near this cake i made sure everything was out of the fridge and then put this cake in it t- it's a lot of responsibility you have on yourself which i learned wow absolutely that's great um what role does hope really play in the life of an entrepreneur in your case i know it really means a lot oh hope's everything i because of hope like what i hope for my business to become because in two three years i want to open up a a cafe and make it like a niche and would sell my um desserts and creations there but it's always hope that's driving me to be better like 
there's just some nights where I feel defeated. And if I didn't have that hope, honestly, like, who's stopping me? I can stop this business. But you, I, having that hope is keeping my business going. 100%. 100%. And that's motivational. Let's, let's, let's stay that way. Um, <laughs> is it ever hard for you to be humble? How did you learn humility? You know, honestly, I now I can see, like, I learned humility, but before, like, I get, I told you, like, it matters, like, when you gain that self-confidence and you realize that you are something special and what you do is something special. So I think it's because when I started gaining a following, even on, even on social media, um, doing giveaways to get people attracted, um, posting deals, get, talking to more customers and other bakers, I real and having companies contact me to want to endorse their product, baking products, I realized, okay, you know what? If I let this get to my head, I'm not going anywhere. You know, like my business, like mm. I, if you, if I had let, if I don't be humble, like my product suffers. Like if I think, oh, everyone's just going to enjoy my cake. I don't need to put that effort. Like, oh, here, no, I you need quality, to put quality, quality, yes, quality, 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 because just one bad review from something you know you could have done better just breaks everything. Like everyone has a network, everyone talks to everyone. Where it gets out, you need to ensure the details that matter. You're, yeah, and you need to ensure that you're still the best of the best. And I think that's what keeps me humble because I need to ensure that yes, I have this amazing review right here. Everyone loved it. I'm keep on getting orders from that specific family, but just one bad thing can ruin it and also customer always comes first listen to them i always have to listen to them i can't let i can't be i can't be arrogant with my customers they always come first love it absolutely as they should how has resilience been a part of your story as an entrepreneur obviously we we really touched on that but if you want to elaborate on that some more honestly resilience does play a fact because I mean, I was working a normal job before, but what you need to realize with baking, and especially with quality, you need a lot of product. Like, you need to invest a lot. You need to first experiment which colors are for uh, icing colors are the best for you to use. Which um, which flour is taste best? How much butter do you really put in with the cream cheese? Because I don't like to use like fake butter, like Cisco. So I I want my people to get what they yeah, and everything is handmade. I grind my pistachios. I don't use anything artificial. It's all handmade. I make it by hand. So it's a lot of it's a lot awesome. of money put in in the beginning, especially and now. So resilience to that I had to find that funding first to invest so much into my business. Like everything comes with baking. You need flowers. You need you need the colors and co baking products are not cheap they're yeah. just not and then coming from i couldn't yeah i one day i was like you know what i need to do this during corona but i also need to find the money and that's and still right now that's what i'm working with too like i always have to invest to make myself better so it comes a challenge where money and then your business but like you want to be the best so you gotta invest always trying to be the best absolutely are there any other virtues of character that have been important in your life that we haven't touched on yet i mean 
integrity. So I feel like compassion, like compassion is a big one, but it's also like, yes, I should put everything into my business. But I, I think a lot of people also realize like I'm starting off just right now. Yeah. It's small business, but it's also from home and I do have a family and I feel like it's hard to balance your business with your family. So you always have to balance this key. And a lot of times I feel like, you know, like, am I neglecting my children? I have, I have two kids, one's in high school, one's in elementary school. So I need to focus on them, especially with COVID, like home learning, distance learning, make sure they're taken care of. But I also need to make sure my business is running smoothly too. So a lot of it's like compartmentalizing my time and time balance and always making sure not just one, not just my business has all my focus or, but then also not only my family has all my focus. So it really matters. Very inspiring. Yeah. Um, what are the most difficult temptations or quote unquote occupational hazards of being an entrepreneur and how have you responded to them? I mean, there's a lot of hazards, like anything can go wrong. So in the beginning I didn't deliver because I was a little afraid of my cake, but like, um, delivery, delivering my, uh, desserts. It's a hazard. Um, actually, one night it was pouring. It was basically it was pouring so bad, storming that I had a delivery to make that night an hour away, and the rain just wasn't letting up. So I was, I was like, I could tell her that I can't do it, but then this is for an event for my customer, and I promised her this already. So. I had to weigh the risk and balance, but then I had to go and I made that delivery, but it's hard. It's and with you because yeah. you don't want to go. You're scared because it's dangerous outside, but then you also make a commitment. You have Absolutely. to follow through. There's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. That's a great, uh, great example too. Um, who, who have been your role? commitment you have to follow through yes you do have to follow through on that commitment who who have been your moral role models how did their example shape you so actually i my uncle who's been like a father figure to me he's been a big support my uncle also start he's a businessman himself but he is on a much bigger scale a scale level than me but he is like you know what you have something great here. You have a talent. You need to go through with it. And this is what you need to base it on. And honestly, there are times where I'm just like, why did I do this? Like, why did I do this? Like, this is so hard. But I'm just here. But because when you're down and when you fail a lot of times, you're just like, no, no. But then he's always there. And he's like, you know what? I started from nothing. You're starting from something. And I always look to him. And he has he has such a great business like um ethic to him and like he he just knows so much and i look at him and i'm like you know what i can do it so he's been one of my really big role models for me and i just family support really matters and you like look you see like who's around you and it's always about building you up Mm -hmm. not bringing you down yep definitely true 
Looking up back on your path as an entrepreneur, is there anything you would have done differently? I mean, I feel like I'm kind of un um, unconventional where I know a lot of people who like learn everything and then start their business. But me, I just, I saw my talent. I was like, you know what? Start There's nothing unconventional. It's great. You gotta. You I know. I've been learning as I've been um, um, running my business too. Like, I didn't know how to do a lot of stuff, but I learned it for the people. That's what it's all about. And grow my business. So, that, I would say maybe make sure you have some solid footing before you start. And honestly, I didn't know how expensive and how much investment it would take. Because you, I, I saw it first on a smaller scale, but then as I thought, was thinking bigger and bigger and saw what, what was out there and for me to offer my customers the best and what only I can offer them to make sure that like I'm the only person that can do this and I can do it the best but, um, besides anyone else. It requires to make sure you do a lot of research to see what's new in baking. So I spent a lot of my time researching other bakers, researching what's out there, researching how, okay, is anyone else doing this? No, I can do it. But can I do it good? Yes, I can do it great. So A lot of different factors. A lot of different factors, yeah. Crazy, yeah. Um, I think this is a big one for me too. What advice do you have for college students who are aspiring entrepreneurs? Never give up. Just do it. If you have something, no matter how small it is, but if you feel like there's something there, just do it. Like, that was me. I had a talent. Yeah, it was just baking and like anyone can bake, but no, we need to realize how important you are and realize that it's a talent. And if you see yourself going somewhere, take the risk. I took a risk and it's working. Yeah, there's been ups and downs, but if you have the hope and you have the passion for it, just do it. Love it. It's very inspiring. Wow. Crazy, crazy. A lot of information just within the last 20 <laughs> minutes. That, that was great. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate your time. I'm going to stop recording right here on Anchor.